You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Just a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, at Podmania, YouTube, and Instagram, at The Real Podmania. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at www.podmania.weebly.com. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Podmania Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Goody, and I'm joined, as always, on these Impact shows by Garth Jackson. How are you, Garth? Great, 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 yeah. I'm just happy to be doing some more wrestling chat. Yeah, we seems missed like, a week seems last like ages. week. Yeah, yeah, we missed last week. I was in sunny Tenerife, um, and scheduling conflicts sort of won out in the end. Um, it was a great show. Um, the main event between Phoenix and... Uh, Johnny Impact, Stella, which is yeah. you know what we what we anticipated it being. Um, more storylines brought forward, uh, some more shit that we don't care about <laughs> with uh, Scarlett Bordeaux. But you know, you take the bad with the good. Um, what do you think about this show, Garth? I enjoyed it for the most. I thought, I mean, it opened with an absolutely barnstormer. Yes, I agree. Um, and there was a lot of really good um, story promo videos in this. There was. There was. With this being the go-home impact before their TV special, Final Hour, um, and it looking a fantastic card. We'll run down yeah. the card at the end of the episode, um, and obviously we'll be reviewing it same time, same place next week. Um, but, yeah, it looks a really good card. The I mean, we're jumping the gun slightly, but Killer Cross. Oh my God, that promo! Think, yeah, shit a brick. He's no, he ain't winning. He there's no, no, no way no. he walks away from final hour with the victory, but absolutely outstanding. But he's convinced me that he could. <laughs> oh, he's convinced me that John Morrison is in for an absolute world of pain. And I think he's just he gets better every every week. It's just a shame he's not that good in the ring. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's, he's more of a sort of he's a sort of brawler rather than a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, and but hopefully Johnny Impact will carry him to a match worthy of the promo build-up. Yeah, because obviously this has only had what two weeks of build before final hour. Two obviously weeks, last yeah. week after. Um, Johnny Impact's victory over Phoenix. Um, Phoenix then got attacked by the OGs, and Johnny Impact was attacked backstage by Killer Cross, setting up two of the matches for final hour. Um, so they needed to do something spectacular to make me care about this match. And they yeah. did. They did. Yeah. It was a really, really good promo. But we are jumping ahead. Let's start with, as you quoted, that barnstorming opener. Sometimes... A match needs nothing more than we're both great wrestlers. Let's have a yeah. match, <laughs> and that was proved here. Rich Swan taking on Willie Mack. It was set up as Willie Mack wanted his first match in Impact Wrestling, his first singles match, should I say? Obviously, <laughs> took part in a tag team match at Bound for Glory, but he wanted his first singles match in Impact to be against his friend Rich Swan. Jesus, I'm glad that was the case, Garth. Yeah, really good. 
Yeah. And Willie Mack's like someone that he's someone that I've always you hear his name or I'd say the odd sort of gif or something, but I'd never really watch much of his stuff. But these two matches he's had in this has just propelled him to like the top five of me impact favourites now. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I hope he stays for a very, very, very long time. Because the chemistry that him and Rich Swan had was just unbelievable. Yeah. For a man of his side, and I know I said this on the Bound for Glory review. I think everyone says it, though, don't they? For a man of his size, his agility is just baffling. Yeah. I mean, he hits a cannonball and a standing moonsault. That standing moonsault is fantastic. <laughs> he hits a pop-up flatliner, for God's sake. Yeah. And the kip, kip, like kip-ups he does and things like that. There was, but Rich Swan, despite the fact that he was out-muscled by, what, £100 at least? Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, they look like a before and after picture. Yeah, um, definitely. And, yeah, Rich Swan held his own, which we knew he would do. There was a brilliant bit, especially at the start, where they were sort of trying to outdo each other. Yeah. And then they both ended on that kip up off their heads. And they both kind of looked at each other as though to go, yeah, yeah man, definitely. And did a little dance. Yeah, they did a little <laughs> dance, which was quite cool. Whilst Rich One was locked in an arm bar, they both sort of jiggled, very reminiscent of the New Day. And then um, William Mack just went, right, I'm going to do a running suplex. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don Carlos <laughs> lost his shit at that. He loved that. He loved it. What, um, what made me laugh was that Willie Mack... Um, obviously a big, big fan of the best in the world. Uh, we had a big coast to coast <laughs> drop kick uh, whilst Rich Swan was in the Tree of Woe, which looked phenomenal. Nowhere near as good as obviously the best in the world, Shaman Man. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to talk about that on this podcast because it's just bullshit and just sort of underlies why we've started watching Impact instead. Yeah. Um, but this was... This was an just excellent, excellent match. Really good. Like, like say, um, there was a point where I thought sort of Willie Mack was going to get it with the did like that pop up stunner and yeah, it was just the foot on the ropes kind of deal. Yeah, and I just want to say that one of those slaps <sighs> early on from Willie Mack that literally caved <laughs> the rib cage in of Rich Swan. Yeah, honestly, I swear I can still hear that. It's giving me tinnitus. <laughs> Ridiculous. The crack so was, of that was mental. And the crowd was so into it as well, this match, they were loving it. They were. They were, absolutely. Um, Rich Swan, of course, you know, though he took a lot, a lot of punishment in this match. He got up to the second rope, hit a 450 for a two count. He hit a lethal injection, which <laughs> Willie Mack kicked out of at one, as though to go, no, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> um, Swan eventually hits the Phoenix Splash and wins. Um, outstanding Don, Don Don Callis was loving it. He was like, uh, Sony, the, was it, you'll only see this type of action on Impact. And he just says, who's booking this stuff? Yes, I was going to mention <laughs> had, like, that. A bit of a, had a bit of a chuckle to himself. <laughs> um, I thought Don Callis and Josh Matthews were excellent tonight. Yeah. Really, really definitely. good. Um, but yeah, nothing bad to say about this match. I think even though it was Willie Mack's you know, debut singles match, Rich Swan is being pushed. Yeah. So it was absolutely, you know, the right decision to have him win. Um, yeah, started with a good bang, 
and I was quietly hopeful that they were going to follow it. Um, we then got our token OVE promo, which you know was standard. Sammy Callahan talks about how he wants the X Division title. The person I watched during these promos is no longer Jake Christ; it's Dave, because yeah. Dave just stands there going, "Why are you doing that?" Just stop. yeah, he like keeps looking at him, saying, "What are you doing?" And then just towards the end of the promo, he'll tune back in and just go everything. <laughs> Which honestly, I I love OVE and I love the Crists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was standard fare here. Nothing, nothing really out of the ordinary. The one thing that to come out of this was that they wanted to have Brian Cage turn up in Ohio at Rockstar Pro. They issued him the ticket, um, which made me laugh because Sammy Callahan said, "We've even paid for your ticket." And Dave Chris went, "We've paid for his ticket." What? <laughs> which was excellent. Um, but they were convinced that Brian Cage was going to turn up and they were going to kick his ass. Yeah. Um, we then got the new improved Desi hit squad with yeah. Rohit Raju and Garma Singh's son, <laughs> who nobody gave a shit about. To be fair, Garma Singh got quite a bit of heat. He did. But then, but then when the Desi hit squad came out, it just died. It was... Hopefully, they give them a couple more squash matches, yeah. build them the way they should have been building them, you know, before this weird turn, and they start to build them as a legitimate threat. Thing is, like, I mean, obviously this was just a, like a token match, really, but they're not bad wrestlers. Like, like both of them can work. Even the sort of the old member of Desiree sort of. Have good matches when they weren't being squashed. Yeah, and I think, in fairness, I feel like Rohit Raju and Raj Singh had better chemistry here mm-hmm. than the previous incarnation. Yeah, um, they worked really, really hard together. the The move seemed to come across a lot crisper. They eventually went over two jobbers with a knee strike Samoan <laughs> drop combo, which was quite nice. There's not a lot really to talk about. It was a squash match. Yeah. Um, with just Desi steamroller in them. Yeah, which is really just a new memory, really. Yeah, absolutely. Which, you know, okay. If it, you know, if they're going to actually package them as a decent team, I'm all for it. Because yeah. I did not give one iota of a shit about them yeah. beforehand. Uh, we then was... had the OGs. <laughs> this was just. This was. Weird. Odd. Uh, the OGs were walking around New York. Um, okay. Um, King talks about the way to get to Conan was to attack Phoenix and Pentagon. Yeah. Uh, which obviously they did at the culmination of last week's episode. Um, again, King repeats he's been leeching off these people for years. Um, and Homicide, with a great line, he's going to get that bootleg Skeletor. <laughs> Meaning Pentagon. Uh, Just like, what the hell? Which obviously... While Hernandez is doing like pull-ups on one of the street signs. Yes. Hernandez, (laughs) I swear, Hernandez, throughout all of these promos and all of these backstage skits and everything that happens, I just feel like he's high. He's definitely high. He doesn't even speak, he just does that little whistle. He does that whistle, he does little hand gestures, like you say he was doing pull-ups on a traffic light whilst everyone else was talking. 
he's just he's just a big dude. He's just a big dude. Um, but yeah, that set up the main event for tonight, which was Homicide taking on Pentagon. Homicide far far too confident for me at my liking. <laughs> if I had to that face Pentagon funny. in a ring on my own, mm, no 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 no. Um, we then, you know, <laughs> on the flip side of this, got an even fucking weirder promo backstage. This, honestly, we were back at. I've just got um, go LAX in in the club. <laughs> LAX in the club. Um, th- I did a hand gesture. Then I'm so glad this is a podcast and you can't see what I did. Um, I'm so uncool. Um, I do a wrestling podcast. Of course, I'm not cool. Um, anyway, Conan and LAX were at the bar and again on the TVs was their intro video on repeat which makes no sense they then started chastising the barman saying where is he's late the barman was underneath the bar the entire time it was Ortiz it just pops up just hello (laughs) you know he's got massive hair how did you not see him they sort of argue for a minute about has the alcohol been watered down? <laughs> then they sort of dismiss what has been happening with the OGs, which goes against everything you know about Conan. <laughs> and then they say, you know, we're going to bat aside Alan Page tonight, though. Because <laughs> it's dead de- to step up to us. Yeah, exactly. And it was just like, then they all cheers, and then someone said something in Spanish, and that was it. <laughs> and I just remember looking at it going... What has just happened? <laughs> I don't understand what has just happened. I quite like this. <laughs> it was... It was carnival, is what it was. It was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But, fine, whatever. Anyway, we were then followed by a yet another video package. A very video package heavy show, this one, but yeah. obviously with it being effectively a go-home show, that's fine. Uh, for Moose and Eddie Edwards's match at final hour, enjoyed it. Brilliant, yeah. That was really. It's really, really built up the sort of this sort of capitulation of their friendship. Good word. Good word. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate good <laughs> vocab. Um, yeah, it does. It documented it really well. Um, Moose. You know, he is coming across a bit like a petulant child. Well, you didn't call me. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, you can see why he's angry. I like the fact that they did reference Austin Aries. You know, he's not a dead person. You know, he's still with the company. You know, he's still on the periphery of the company because, let's face it, he's coming back at some point. It's a massive work. Um, But, you know, it documented everything from Sammy Callahan's first attack of Ed. You know, the attack that led to that busted eye that Eddie Edwards got, Moose's concussion, you know, everything with Alicia, where <laughs> Moose said, you know, Eddie called it kidnapping, he called him mind games. No, it's just kidnap Moose. It's it's yeah. not mind games, that's 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 just a felony. <laughs> um <laughs> showed the sort of bit of a brawl last week, which was quite good up on the balcony. Yeah, and you know, as the show went off air tonight, oh sorry, this episode, um, Don Callis said they'll be fine all over New York. Yeah. So, you know, I imagine this will be an all-out brawl. It's not going to be a wrestling match. It's going to be an all-out brawl. Yeah. Um, We then go, you know, <laughs> bearing in mind now that we are half an hour into the show, we have had one match. 
Um, we then got footage from the alluded to Rockstar Pro match uh, between Brian Cage and OVE. And, you know, OVE come out obviously massively over because it's Ohio. And low-rent Brian Cage arrives. <laughs> it's so funny. It's basically a man dressed as Brian Cage with, to be fair to him, he was still quite muscly. Yeah. But he just he had the Brian Cage the muscly. sideburns were drawn on. He had the sideburns <laughs> drawn on. Um, he had, oh God, he had this weird green belt with an X sellotaped <laughs> over it, which was brilliant. Um, Sammy Callahan absolutely rags on him, says, you know, I know I beat you, but Jesus Christ, how much muscle have you lost? He's like, you need to have another meal. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy you another meal. I don't want to see you this way. Um, he then tries to call out Brian Cage saying, come on, let's see your flex. So, you know, Brian faking, you know, what can we call him? Brian fake, fake cage, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, he flexes and Sammy eventually hits him with the all-seeing eye and pins him, claims that he is the new X-Division champion. <laughs> It was it was bizarre but hilarious so, at the same time. So, I think it's so good how they're in, incorporating all the the sort of outside stuff that they do. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Um, I like I do like the fact that Impact has got so many links now with other companies. Yeah, and you know we're seeing so many one night onlys and so many collaborations that they're doing. There was another one released today. I can't remember where it's where it's um, set off the top of my head, but you know they're constantly releasing new shows and more publicity. Is obviously good publicity. Um, we then got another backstage segment. Eli Drake goes to find his lawyer, who of course I called it <laughs> is Joe Park. Yes, you called it. I remember the conversation quite, yeah, quite clearly. Um, it's not how I expected it though. No, do you know what? I enjoyed this segment. I think it's I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, Joe pa- for those who don't know Joe Park um was in this janitor's closet eating. Um <laughs> Eli Drake chastises him for a bit, questions if he's still a lawyer, says that he's still suing Impact Wrestling. Joe Park gets ridiculously excited about it, says they should change it from just suing them to making it a class action your sh- lawsuit and they could end up owning Impact Wrestling. <laughs> See, when he said that, I thought, my like, I thought, yes, do that. I want to see Eli Drake own Impact Wrestling. That'd be amazing. Just booking himself in the main event every yeah. week. Um, I mean, he was, he was pretty good on commentary last week. To be fair, he was fairly good on commentary. You know, he was a lot better than Rocky Romero is for uh, New Japan. <laughs> so yeah, I was. I'm happy with this segment. I think Joe Park's hilarious. Um, Eli Drake's brilliant, and finally we're doing something with him that isn't a fucking stupid open challenge. Yeah. Oh, no, Jesus. Oh, man, I've just seen what's next. So, Garth. <laughs> yeah. Of everything that we've done so far on Impact, what are the two things I hate? <sighs> Scholar Bordeaux. That is one of them, yes. <laughs> And what's the other one, Garth? Uh, come on. The Desi Hit Squad. I know. And more more so, like, leechy old Gamma Singh. Yeah. Leechy old Gamma Singh. When they were backstage and that horrendous bile that is Scarlet Bordeaux's music started playing, you got the fake smoke and Scarlet Bordeaux just sits there touching herself. 
Um, I was like, this is my worst nightmare. (laughs) Because it was the most cringeworthy, just pointless segment I've ever seen. It's obviously to plug the fact that Scarlet Bordeaux is asking for this talent search and telling people to email her, which is the worst thing in the world because she's put on Twitter that people are sending her dick pics, which, well done, universe. You are fantastic. Um, this, This just always reminds me of... It's just... It's like... Attitude era. WWE. I just... I don't... I can't see where it'll go. Because a member of the public can't win it, surely. Well, it's, it's going to be someone that they've signed from some other... Sort of... Smaller company or something, isn't it? Yeah, I don't really see where it's going. But it'll go somewhere. I'll hate it. And... We can all move on with our lives. The yeah, most important just... thing to come from this is that Garma Singh is a creepy, creepy man. Yeah. Um. He took Scarlet Bordeaux's hand and started singing to her. It was cringy. <laughs> it went on far too long. Yeah. Um. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. An abhorrent segment. Thirty-nine minutes, Garth. <laughs> um. Touching forty minutes of the hour and a half show, and we get to our second match. Yeah. Um, the knockouts title rematch between Tessa Blanchard and Taya Valkyrie. Opinions, Garth? I think it was... Pre- uh, to, honestly, I think I preferred this to the Bound for Glory match. I've put that in my notes. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, it seemed to be a, a lot... It was smoother and... Yeah, less sort of botches. Not botches, because that's... It's overused, that word. I think, yeah, it just worked better. Less clunky. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought Tessa Blanchard, you know, she was the champion. She got the upper hand early, which was good. You know, Tay, despite her obvious power advantage, wasn't immediately on the front foot, which was amazing. Tessa had Tay at one point in this horrible submission hold. Yeah. Literally just leaning on her as she was sitting on the floor, just literally leaning <laughs> on the back of Tay of Alkari, pushing her to the ground. It looked horrible. It looked like it genuinely hurt. And then Tay got her in that sort of, what do you call it, where she had her sort of on her front and her legs crossed over and then just pulling her back and then it's like a surfboard stretch, I guess. Yeah, and then slammed her face first into yeah. the mat. Extremely painful. Um, they, they really went for it. They were sort of pretty sort of stiff. They did. They did. Um, Taya Valkyrie, her moonsault is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Her moonsault is absolutely amazing, though it did look like she under-rotated at one point and cracked <laughs> her head on the mat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, st- it still looked amazing. Um, the, um, the, where... Uh... Bloody Tessa just went flying through the ropes. Oh, Jesus Christ, that suicide dive. Yeah. Yeah, there was, honestly, there's this one and then there's another one in the main event, I think, um, where people in the front row literally had to duck for cover. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. Um, Tessa's cutter is now a reversal. It's not even a pinning move. How's that make you feel, yeah. Garth? To be honest, it doesn't. Re- it's all right because it's just sort of... I don't know. I don't mind it in that role for some reason. No? No. Okay. It's not, because I don't see it as a transition. It's like you say, it's a reversal. They get out of it. Okay, fair enough. Sort of. Uh, sort of let her, and it's Tessa, so I'll let it go with it. Okay, I thought I, I thought a rant might be incoming. Never mind. <laughs> um, 
there was a lovely crossbody from Tyre from the top rope to the outside. Um, that German latcher did as well. Yeah, Jesus Christ, painful. Um, and they had a bit, like a little bit in the middle where the, there was quite a bit of sort of catch wrestling back and forward. That was really good because it showed what they could do on the mat as well. Yeah, and this match went for a, a you know, relatively long time, almost fourteen minutes. Mm-hmm. So they gave them time. Um, what did you think about the finish? I was just gonna say, I love the finish. Yeah. <laughs> I like the finish as well. It made total sense. It did. It did. You know, the fact that Ty Val- um, sorry, Tessa Blanchard had to basically jaw the ref because, you know, she Stush. knew she couldn't beat Taya fairly. Yeah. You know, it built Taya wonderfully as a powerhouse. It played into Tessa Blanchard as cowardly chicken shit heel. Petulant child sort of yeah. spoilt. You know, she's not an honourable champion, and I'm sure this is going to play on, and we're eventually going to get a third rematch, which I'm sure Taya will probably win. I'd love them to do, um, I don't know, like a cage match or something. They'll do some manner of no DQ, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, because, you know, Tessa won the one at Bound for Glory. There's been... Taya's won it by DQ. So I imagine now Taya is going to win it clean. Yeah. Which is a shame because I want Tessa Blanchard to hold that title for years, but you know, unfortunately, that's not the way wrestling works. Um, um, you know, if it was Bray Wyatt to be world champion, but he's not. I mean, he's not even on telly. Not that I'm bitter. <laughs> anyway, after this, <laughs> we got a video package. Oh, this video package is Brilliant. incredible. I've watched it twice. <laughs> yeah, I've watched it three times. I watched it once. Uh, bearing in mind, I only watched the episode today. Um, I watched it on the episode and I've watched it twice on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Killer Cross and Johnny Impact's match, the main event of Final Hour next week. Killer Cross is captivating. The man is just. There's no point, me and Garth, describing this promo to you. You need to go out, you need to watch it. The man is so just scintillating on the microphone. You, you hang on every word he says. Yeah. Because he's just so charismatic. Because he's so slow and he, it's like a hypnotism. Yeah. Absolutely. And Again, then, we've said it before, it's it's the best of Jake Roberts. It is. It is absolutely 100% Jake Roberts. I mean, if you could be a champion without wrestling and literally just talking, Killer Cross would be the man. Yep. I was thinking to myself, if he was put into early 90s, I'm talking 91, 92, WWF, mm-hmm. he would have been main event with Hogan. Oh, definitely. Yep. Because his his in ring style is okay, but he'd be able to have such good vocal feuds and just build. You'd be able to build a story around it. When the well, back when they were doing proper vignettes as well. Yeah, exactly. And this guy is like a vignette sort of machine. Just oh, it's it's a it's really bit really when he well says, um, segment. I, I love the bit where he said, uh, "The title doesn't interest me. I'm not bothered about the title." Yeah. It just says, it happens that it's round your waist. Yeah, I don't care just, about that. It's brilliant. And he, says, kept, he just kept saying, suffering leads to change. Because he wants to change the business and all this sort of thing. So I really liked as well Johnny Impact just being completely confused as to his motive. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't understand why he's doing this. And Killer Cross just basically just 
you know, obviously it's in two different areas. But Kilgross has looked in the camera and said, "You will find out, and when you do, you're going to beg me to stop." Yeah. Or no, when I finish, you're going to thank me. Yeah, it's just it is. It's like you're watching it. It's like um, it's like a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's incredible. Because you, it, it, it's very very rare that that happens nowadays. I mean, in all honesty, cards on the table. Do you think Killer Cross is walking out of that match with the championship? No, not at all. Nah, nor me, nor me. Um, we'll go, like I say, we'll go through the matches announced for that show in a in a bit because I feel that all of the titles, with the exception of the tag team titles, have been announced for defense, and it would be very, very sad if no title changes happened yeah so we'll see we'll see anyway uh, we then got another uh, video package for Jordan Grace um, who yeah. looks like an absolute monster which is going to be brilliant she's going to absolutely <laughs> tear through the knockouts division uh, she's making her debut at uh, final hour we don't know against who yet it'll probably be Alicia Edwards yeah um, or... because she seems to be the jobber is she coming in as a face she's a face I imagine she's just, I'm stronger than you. I can't see her being a heel. I wonder if she's... I imagine maybe it's not going to be a running on Tessa, is it? Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah, because yeah. she said, yeah, she was going through the knockouts division and when, during this promo, you know, naming knockouts who she respected, and she went, yeah, even you, Tessa. Yeah. That would automatically lead you to believe that she's going to be a face. <laughs> um, Flashback of the week, Garth. Did you watch it? No. Nope. No, neither did I. It was Gail Kim versus Candice LeRae. Apparently Candice LeRae used to wrestle in Impact. Who knew? Yes. And uh, it's it's not even close to being one of Gail Kim's best matches. It's not. It's nowhere near Candice LeRae's either. Um, <laughs> for those who care, Gail Kim retains. Um, we then had a Pentagon of Phoenix promo. Um, this was standard fare. Nothing that they did, haven't said to OVE at some point. Basically saying, Zero Muerta, we're going to beat you, basically was the gist of this promo. Um, yeah. Phoenix being overly hyped, Pentagon <laughs> being all sinister and creepy in Spanish, I think is basically, you know... All sweary. Oh, yeah, swears a lot. A lot of bleeping. <laughs> um, but I just love them both, so yeah. I'm not going to say anything bad about them. We then get really, really angry Brian Cage talking to the camera. <laughs> It's like right in the camera. He lit- literally takes up the entire screen. Um, calls out Sammy Callahan, Says that you're talking a lot of shit for someone who's been ducking me the entire time. Um, he said, you call, you tell people about this supposed ticket to this show. I never got it. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to be at Rockstar Pro next week. And I'll give you the yeah. real cage experience. <laughs> it's class what he said, um... I'm going to drop everyone with the drill claw. Yeah, I'm going to drop you with the drill claw. I'll drop everyone with the drill claw. I'll drop everything with the drill claw. Just this, it's just I, this in my head, just dropping the announce table with the drill claw. I was just, I, I had that picture of him just like, just, just turning to different people, just dropping it, just turning and drop, drop, drop. Because even, um, um, Callis, Don Callis mentions it. He's like, is this guy insane? It was brilliant. I can see him beating five people, even ten people, but there are literally thousands of people in Ohio. Yeah. Um, and they're all like Sammy Callahan. Like, are they? <laughs> are they, though? Um, we then had a 
it wasn't a tag team title match, which I thought it was um, to start off with. But apparently it was a non-title match between yeah. Champions LAX and Matt Seidel and Ethan Page. Mm. Opinion, Goff? It's all right. It was pretty good. Um, LAX are fast becoming one of my favourite tag teams. They are fantastic, yeah. I agree. Um, They're a proper know. tag team. That's a thing. They're, you can tell they've worked on things together. Yeah. Everything they do seems extremely smooth. Yeah. Um, um it was yeah, it was good. It was it was I mean that Ethan Page and um Matt Seidel pretty good together. I was just gonna say that. I hope they stay together. Just mm-hmm. for the the benefit of the tag division, I want them to stay together. Um because it can't just be LAX and Desi Hit Squad. That can't be what is happening. Okay, we need another challenger. So Matt Seidel and Ethan Page, please be there. Um what did you think of the finish? Did you think LAX needed to pick up the victory here? I mean, I suppose it keeps them strong going into the sort of next match, the feud. But um, yeah. it, I don't think it really mattered in this one, did it? With it was quite a good title match, no. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I mean, nah, I mean, but then again, the, the page and side, I'll really need to win at this point. Sidell seems to have lost a lot recently. Yeah. There's, um, a quite, there's quite a good bit in it. I don't know if, like, I, I had to rewind it and listen back to it because I thought I'd missed it, but it was like down in the corner and um, Sidell was saying, I think I might have been to Ortiz. He was like, I can help you, I can help you. And Ortiz was like, get out of my head. It <laughs> <laughs> was, was so hokey. <laughs> Amazing. There was a bit where um, Ethan Page was shouting at Conan with Seidel hiding behind Ethan Page, which was quite funny. And then uh, Santana just cannonballed off the top of, uh, sorry, off the apron oh, yeah, over so. the top of Conan into the two uh, Seidel and Page, which I thought was quite nice. Yeah, um, I love that. You know, LAX took the victory with a double team backbreaker. I'd have liked to have seen Matt Seidel and Ethan Page win here because Josh Matthews said at the start of the match. If Sidal and Page win, they get a tag team title shot. There's <laughs> no one in line for a tag team title shot at the moment. Yeah. Why not give it to Sidal and Page? True, yeah. Um I'm not saying that, you know, that makes this a bad result. I'm not saying this makes it a bad match. But I would have liked to have seen Sidal and Page win here. Yeah. I think they're just keeping the the momentum like fully on LAX. Yeah, which is fine, which is fine, but you can't just have them in the tag team division. You've got to build other teams as well because the Lucha Brothers are obviously in a different feud. They're not going for the titles yet. I know the same. Um, what's happened to Cameron Falabar? I don't think that we've had enough Falabar <laughs> like, in our impact recently, and I feel like no. we need it more. Hasn't been much at all. No, it hasn't. Where is he? Where are you, Falabar? We know you listen to this podcast. Where are you? Um, we then got Ali, um, who is gazing lovingly at a weird-ass reflection in the mirror. Um, Kira Hogan sort of makes a jump. Ali apologises for bailing on her because she's a shit friend. <laughs> um, Kira says, I know there's something wrong. 
I mean, Kira should have noticed this by the fact that she came back from the Undead Realm, started talking to herself, slapping herself in the face and dyed her hair. But, you know... Her black and her face is all white now as well. Yeah, but apparently this was the thing that, you know, tipped her off. <laughs> um, Ali denies it for a bit before eventually saying, look, I've lost my soul, you know, which Kira knew, I'm just going to quickly point out. Um, I've lost my soul, I'm filled with... Do it's the she says it, just so like sort of blase as well. Yeah, I lost my soul. <laughs> yeah, do you remember that when I lost my soul? It's filled with darkness. It's just this chasm inside me that I can't fill. I just keep thinking about what happened to Rosemary when she got attacked with those really, really fake fireballs. Because <laughs> Sue Young can apparently do that, but has never done it in a wrestling match, which That's makes no sense. Never. Um, Ta- Kira Hogan goes super face. And just says they need to end things with Sue. Yeah. It's like Sue can conjure electric with her hands. What can you do? I mean the power of positivity. <laughs> oh god. Oh a little piece of me died when you said that then. <laughs> the power of positivity. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. It's gonna be. It is. It's gonna be a very, very hokey match. But if we get Rosemary back, you know what? I'm happy. Yeah. We then get to our main event, Pentagon taking on Homicide. Obviously, Homicide accompanied to the ring by King and Hernandez, and Pentagon accompanied by Phoenix. This was all right, considering you know they gave this match seven minutes. Yeah, and it was six minutes. Pretty much a nothing match. Really. It was. It was much of a muchness. Um, I thought Pentagon, and that's nothing against Pentagon and Homicide. I thought they did a lot with the six minutes they were actually afforded. Yeah. Um, homicide, for me, was very dominant. Yeah. And I would not have guessed that going into this match. Now I don't know if they're going into, um, you know, the sort of storyline that Pentagon underestimated Homicide, or if, you know, they're just trying to build the OGs again. Obviously, yeah. they've taken a lot of losses recently. Um, but the, yeah, the, interesting. The chops up. Brutal in this. Oh god, and the kicks. Yeah, like the the one where um, Pentagon just ripped his shirt and just absolutely smashed him in the chest. Do you know what? Fair play to Homicide for no selling them though. Yeah, I'd have been in tears in the fetal the... position on the floor. Yeah, yeah, oh, you could, oh, you could see him tensing up for them as well. Yeah, and it was like, oh Jesus Christ! And the bit with um, Homicide where he got his had his fingers. And he started biting them. <laughs> God. And then Doug Howell said, you learnt that on the street. No, we didn't. Yeah. At no point you're going to bite someone's fingers on the street, Doug. It's the way he's like, uh, he lives it. Like, he, he, like he's a real gangster and all this. And, like, and then he says, um, what's it? Um, he said something like, um, homicide looks like he's ripped his shirt. He's going to have to steal another one. <laughs> it's like the, as if they're that hard up. Um, homicide hits an exploder. You know, he hits a tornado DDT. Again, dominates the match for large portions. Eventually, Pentagon gets his win back, hits a double top rope, um, like a double stomp, which unfortunately always reminds me of Alberto Del Rio. I was just going to say that, yeah. Shit's move, stupid right? move. Um, Homicide attempts to go for the gringo killer, um, but Pentagon counters it into a cradle for the win, which sort of came out of nowhere, but obviously they were running out of time. Good match. Obviously, straight after that match, then King and Hernandez beat the ever-loving piss out of the Lucha Brothers. <laughs> Fade to black. Yep. What do you think about that match? 
like, what do you think about the culmination of that match? Do you think it was a right. result? Yeah, because then it sort of pisses off the OGs, and they've got an even like another reason to beat up sort of Lucha Brothers um, with that really fake billiard ball in a sock thing. Yeah, that they were just throwing around. It's bleeding like a tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because just they're like throwing it to each other, and it was like floating. <laughs> at one point, at one point, King hits the camera with it, and no damage is done to the camera at all. Yeah. Um, so, before we go, we've obviously got the TV special next week, final hour. And so far announced, we've got three matches, or technically four if you count Jordan Grace's debut. So we've got Jordan Grace's debut, we've got the X Division Championship match from Rockstar Pro between Brian Cage and Sammy Callahan. I can see Sammy Callahan winning that. Correct. Mm. With it being a Rockstar Pro, yeah, I can. There'll be shenanigans. So it's, in, so it's at one of their shows? Like... Yeah, so it'll be taped right. and then put on to Final Hour. But I can, That's pretty good. I can see shenanigans happening there. Yeah. So Definitely something. Yeah, I can see Sammy Callahan taking the title there. Yeah. We've then got Moose taking on Eddie Edwards. Who's thing, Garth? I know what I'm going to go for. Um, I think Eddie Edwards will win it. I'm going Moose. Right. I yeah. think the amount... Moose lost at Bound for Glory. Moose was the one that took the pin at the hands of Eddie Edwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Moose, you know, he's... He's teamed with Killer Cross and Austin Aries without much success, really. Yeah. So it would make sense if you're going to carry on with heel Moose, which you absolutely should do. The man's a godsend. Definitely. Um, you need to give him his win back, and the way to want, do that I'll, is to beat Eddie Edwards. I definitely want to see. I don't mind him and Cross being together, but I want to see him more on his own, doing loads of promos. <laughs> just hitting Moose, on there. Uh, just, just. Oh yeah. Hitting on Mackenzie. That stuff he did on Twitter. That was amazing. That person asking Mackenzie, is Moose your boyfriend? Mackenzie, no. Moose, yes. <laughs> Absolutely outstanding. And then obviously Honestly, the main like, event. Oh, sorry, go on. Like Moose is another one who's just absolutely transformed his whole character and he's made himself a star. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's he's done... Very, very well, considering he came out of Slammiversary, you know, as Mr. Impact, having lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this was a brand new direction. Not many people saw it coming. Um, I wasn't a fan of it when it happened, if I'll be perfectly honest, but I think what they've done with it so far works. So, you know what? I'm happy if Moose wins and he carries on with his character. I'll be happy yeah. if Eddie Edwards wins. But I think they're more likely to go with the Moose direction. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. And then we've got the main event between Johnny Impact and Killer Cross. I think we're both on the same page here. I think it's going to be Johnny Impact, right? Yeah. I can't see Killer Cross with the title yet. No, I can't. I don't think he's been. (laughs) I don't see him as a champion. No. He's he's the heel that's always foiled. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I can see us doing a list in many, many years' time, and uh, Killer Cross will be atop it as person who was never champion but should have been. 
Um, but yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is a shorter podcast this time. We've really whipped through that. I think because it was mainly talking segments. Yeah. Um, Some videos. Yeah, it didn't take us too long to get through it. But overall, a good episode of Impact. And I'm yeah. very much looking forward to final hour next week. Definitely, yeah. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for tuning in. Again, we apologise for the gap of a week, but, you know, I was sunning up in Tenerife, so, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? Can't complain, I guess. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was just going to say, lovely weather, 28 degrees, can't complain. But we'll be back next week, same time, same place, for our final hour review. In the meantime, don't forget to check out the website, www.podmania.co.uk you can subscribe and download the podcast at Castbox and on iTunes you can find us on Twitter at, at Podmania, you can talk to us on Facebook just search for Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast you can talk to me on Twitter tell me I'm wrong about everything, it's fine <laughs> at Real Rob Goodwin Garth, where can they find you? at Drummer Jackson and don't forget to check out our e-wrestling federation Podmania Pro Wrestling it's entertaining, it's good fun, and my show is the best. <laughs> Check it out on YouTube, The Real Podmania. It is worth watching. Trust me. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. See you later, guys. <laughs>